Hey, Survivors, Camille from Surviving a Badge with a Delphi murder update. The Carroll County Clerk of Court has released the charging affidavit for uh, Richard Allen. Let's discuss that, shall we? All right, so John, Ronnie, and I did an episode a couple of weeks ago on the Delphi murder case. Happened in 2017 and um 2017 february 13th abigail williams and liberty german 13 years and 14 years respectively they went to an area called high bridge and it's an old railroad bridge and there's trails and all that kind of stuff and they were they were dropped off um in the afternoon they did not show up at their respective uh rendezvous time and what happened was they started looking for them and unfortunately on february 14th they were both found murdered and huge investigation lots of interviews <clears throat> unfortunately the case went unsolved for nearly six years this past october there was an arrest made of richard m allen and we did this episode and we speculated, John and I speculated, we thought that the reason why they caught up with this guy was familial DNA. And if you don't know what familial DNA is, it's all over the internet. The Golden Gate Killer was caught by this. It's where somebody in the killer's family submits their DNA to see if they're Vikings. My wife is like 90% Viking. I'm worried that she's going to hit me with a battle axe sometime. But... So what happens is these people send it off to, hey, I'm, you know, Swedish and all that kind of stuff. And there's a, uh, a mechanism to check DNA that's in CODIS, the Combined DNA Index System, with this familial DNA. And we speculated that the reason why the Carroll County uh, Sheriff's Office and Clerk of Court was, was sealing this was because of, of this fact, that it was familial DNA. And we even bet a cigar on it. Well, we were both wrong. Dun, dun, dun. But that's okay. Today, they have released the probable cause affidavit. And I have it right here. I've downloaded it. I've, I've perused it. I've gone over it um, with a fine-tooth comb, if you will. And it's actually pretty interesting. Um, this guy made a lot of mistakes. Thank goodness. Uh, so law enforcement, reading through this affidavit, they started interviewing individuals who were in that area at the time when this occurred. And there were several witnesses that saw an individual who matched a guy who was taking a picture was taken by one of the victims uh, Liberty German let me let me backtrack just a little bit Liberty German she took a video and a photograph of a white male heavy set um, dark clothing blue jeans and a either a black or a blue jean jacket coming towards her and the recording also as the guy was coming closer, and we speculate that uh, Liberty must have put the uh, phone in her pocket and left it recording because what you hear is <clears throat> the, the guy approaching them and telling them, get down the hill. Well, in the, uh, in the affidavit, they also re released that uh, there was a mention of a gun um, on the audio recording. 
and uh, and then it, it there's nothing left. And these these uh, these girls were found uh, killed um, just a little bit away, about a half a mile away from the high bridge where they were hiking. They never released the uh, cause of death. It was homicide. They, they ruled it a homicide. And I'm going to speculate later what I believe the uh, cause of death was. Law enforcement comes in. They're interviewing several witnesses. And several witnesses say that they see an individual, they saw an individual in the area of where the girls were found, matching the girls' video phone uh, description. And I'm going to put that in the video so you can you can see it. And he's wearing blue jeans, heavy set, not too tall, um, dark clothing, and uh, his face is obscured. You can't make out who it is. And the witnesses, according to the uh, the affidavit, and I've I've highlighted um, so, some things on here. They uh, um, they they all mention the same description same height same description of this individual who was seen on the video one of them even said that when he encountered the male in this area he seemed kind of creepy not very tall with a uh, a bigger build and uh the, the witness said no bigger than than 510 um so kind of stocky and they they interviewed several of these uh individuals one of them um stated that they went to talk to the individual and say hey how you doing um friendly i guess indiana folks in uh, um, delphi are friendly and this person said nothing back and the witness said he appeared to be on a, on a purpose walking purposeful into uh, where where he was going um another one said blue jeans bl black jacket um just the same person described by about four different witnesses in this area according to the affidavit now the affidavit also um lists something that was kind of interesting between the two victims not even more than a foot and a half away from the victims they found a um, 40 caliber uh cartridge it it hadn't been fired it, a cartridge is, if you think of the, the bullet, the shell casing, and everything combined, has not been fired. They found this near the body, about a foot and a half away from one of the girls here. And when they looked at it, and they, they mentioned it in the uh, affidavit, you could tell um, by the breech face marks and the, uh, the uh, bottom of the shell casing where the extractor removes the shell casing um, from the gun that there was marks on there so it had been cycled through a handgun and it was just lying there and I thought that was very very interesting so they're talking to these witnesses another witness stated that when they were coming back on the trail they found a they saw a car that was backed into an older parking spot near a building and they thought that was weird there's usually cars there but this one seemed out of, out of place because it seemed like it was kind of trying to hide um disguise its uh its license plate if you will uh so that was another witness um they described a vehicle that was either a uh, a pt cruiser or a small suv and a lot of this uh vehicle stuff was seen <clears throat> on video by a nearby business and so they were able to confirm the stories. They were able to confirm when the girls were dropped off 
um, this this vehicle, a, a number of things through this nearby um, uh, video camera. So on, on page three or four, after all these other witnesses, oh, well, there's a final witness who observed a, a subject, a male subject walking west, and this is a direct quote from the uh, affidavit, male subject walking west on the north side of 300 away from the high bridge. He was wearing a blue colored jacket and blue jeans and was muddy and bloody. That's a direct quote from the witness and had appeared to be in a fight. So that's that's from the witness and that's from the affidavit. One of the other parts of the affidavit was that um, Richard Allen, who has ultimately been arrested for this, was interviewed in 2017. Uh, police officers interviewed him. They probably got a lot of leads and and they follow up so what happens if you get a major case you set up a phone line and tips and phone calls will come in and you hand out those leads to officers to track those down and then the officers will make a report I've done this several times on major cases and you write a report and that goes into the system and you follow up and and you know it is what it is sometimes it's good sometimes it just sits there and, and isn't good yet but ultimately it turns out to be a, a good lead so they uh they found this uh um, lead and it, it, he said that they talked to richard allen and he admitted to being on the trail between 3 30 in the afternoon and uh, uh i'm sorry 1 30 in the afternoon and 3 30 the same time that the victims were there and he stated that he parked in that same area where one of the witnesses said that there was a vehicle parked obscurely, maybe hiding his license plate. And he admitted to all this. He admitted to being there. But he further admitted that, no, I didn't really. I saw a couple of people, but I was not really paying attention. I, it was just, you know, kind of real vague. I was, I was, watch, I was on my phone watching the stock reports, blah, blah, blah. And then... Nothing really happens um, to this lead. There's a note in the lead from the officer who has said, uh, um, follow-up information, who were the three girls walking? Because he had mentioned he saw um, some girls walking, and those happened to be the witnesses. Um, and detectives, they're working this case, and it, it appears to me that because this case went almost five years, almost six years unsolved, so it, it appears to me that maybe uh, they looked at it as a new lead, um, uh, fresh eyes, maybe kind of like a cold case. And they said, you know what, let's look at absolutely everything we have on this case and see if we can develop anything new. And so what they ended up doing was October 13th, 2022, they went and interviewed Richard Allen once again. Um, he admitted that he was on the trails on the 13th the day these girls were murdered or disappeared they say he said he called he saw some uh, um, uh, juveniles in the trails um, he was there looking at fish la 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 all that stuff and he admitted to wearing blue jeans and a blue or a dark colored hoodie while he was there he told investigators that he did own a firearm uh, a handgun and they kind of went with that. They followed up and they interviewed Alan's wife, and she confirmed that he did have guns. 
and he did have a knife and he had owned knives and they were also at the residence and he owned blue jeans dark colored jackets um and he still had them october 13th 22 so the same day that they did an interview they executed a search warrant on allen's house and guess what they found yes they found a handgun they found jackets they found a Sig Sauer model P226 40 caliber handgun. Dun dun dun. If you recall, 40 caliber handgun or 40 caliber cartridge was found at the murder scene. October 14th, the very next day, uh, they take the, uh, the uh, handgun to the uh, Indiana State Police to do some uh, examination on, on the handgun. They did a. They wanted to make sure it actually worked. They wanted to do a test firing, and they wanted to do ballistics. If you don't know, ballistics testing is where you have a, either a shell casing or a bullet, and you see if the marks from the um, the barrel, the extractor, the ejector, the breech face, all match up with the shell casing. And guess what they found out? Yes, they found out that this gun in the possession of Richard Allen was the very gun that that cartridge cartridge that was found at the scene came from. No doubt. They said, yes, this cartridge that we found at the crime scene was cycled through Richard Allen's gun. Pretty tricky here, too. They probably asked him, hey, did you ever loan your gun to anybody? And he said... No, 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 never have I ever loaned a gun to anybody. So how do you explain that your gun left a cartridge that was cycled through your gun at the scene of the murder? Um, so they ended up arresting him and um, charging him with the two counts of, uh, of murder using all of the, the evidence. Now, my question was, I understand if there was a shell casing or two shell casings, but this is a full cartridge that was found at the scene. So what is that? And they've never released the the cause of death, manner of death. And what I think, what I'm speculating here is that my gut tells me that he didn't use the firearm to kill these girls. I think he used a knife. A, maybe he thought that the because there were people on the bridge and on the trail that using the gun was too loud he probably used a gun to threaten to order to scare to intimidate but my speculation is that he used the knife to commit the murders the one witness said that he was bloody and if you're using a a, a gun on somebody you're usually not going to be bloody that happens when you use a knife on somebody that's my speculation so they released the uh the affidavit um it's uh it's interesting reading you can you can download it i'll probably put a link in the uh um in the description below and we will uh <clears throat> follow this case even further and if there are more updates we will uh we will let you know uh before i go i want to make sure that you guys um uh, reach out to our sponsors Okay, a rack above and uh, Tom Clem investments and property and uh, um, make sure that you uh, like and you click and you subscribe and tell us what you think about these cases. Give us a note in the uh, in the comment section. Share this. We're trying to get uh, 500 uh, um, 
subscribers by the end of the year and you can help us out with that so once again always that surviving the badge we still got your six